You're listening to the Tech Made Simple podcast, episode number 21. Welcome to Tech Made Simple, a podcast for people who want more from the technology they use. Here's your technology navigator, Michelle Guerra. Welcome to another episode of the Tech Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Guerra. Today, I want to cover the topic of purchasing your next tablet or iPad. I want to help you determine why you would use one or great uses for this type of device, how you can determine which type is best for you, and how you can shop smart before you buy. In 2011, I was awarded an iPad at my corporate job for leading a project that had been successfully implemented. I was excited that the company gave me such an expensive gift. iPads at the time were around $500. The interesting part of this was that this was the first time I was introduced to Apple technology. To give you just a point of reference, I had a Droid X smartphone as my personal phone and a BlackBerry phone for my work phone. I didn't even own an iPhone at the time. At first, I had thought about selling the iPad back to Apple, but there was a little curiosity that was brewing in me that really wanted to try this device out. So I took that iPad home with me and began to investigate what I could do with this newfound technology. It was lighter than my laptop, so I could search for things on the internet while I was sitting on the couch and watching TV. I also found apps where I could read books or read documents with it. My bulky work laptop would have been a lot harder to read a book with. Also, it made shopping really easy. Anyway, long story short, that device was the means for me to convert over to all Apple technology. Yep, I replaced my Droid X and got an iPhone. Then I replaced my Dell desktop PC and with a MacBook Air. Let me start with this episode is not about me converting you over to from Windows PC to Apple Mac or from an Android to an iPhone. That story is all about me just explaining how I came to or at least started to use an iPad in my life. I have known people that inherit someone's old tablet or iPad and they want to know how they can use it in their own life. Let's start with why would you want to have a tablet or an iPad? Tablets and iPads are considered mobile devices. They are similar in nature to your smartphone because you have this, the option to use Wi-Fi or data plan with them. They are bigger than your smartphone, but smaller and lighter than a laptop. They are considered the in-between device when it comes to doing work. So what are some reasons you would want to buy one? The best way for me to answer this question is to tell you my five reasons why I have one. First, my iPad is versatile in providing me the option to use any e-reader I want. I can read books from Apple Books or Kindle. My public library has an e-reader app that I use when I want to check out an e-book. They typically have different versions for you to choose from, so you can, you're not stuck with just one app on your device. Second, 
It's a portable productivity station for me to do simple things like reading my email and do quick edits on documents. No, I am not recommending that you replace your laptop for this use. I'm only pointing out that you can use it to do simple things or at least view things with a bigger screen than your phone. The third thing is it's great for meetings. I can create an outline or have notes for a meeting and then I can reference them while attending. It's also a great place to take notes when you are in a meeting. There are many apps that allow you to use a stylist, a pen-like tool that can write and it captures your notes. My fourth reason is it's great for traveling. Before I leave my home for a trip, I typically download movies or shows off Netflix or Amazon Prime, allowing me to not have to be connected to Wi-Fi. I can watch as long as I have battery juice. Since I have music in my iTunes, I can listen to my music as well. And my fifth reason, I can play games on it. I don't install any games on my phone because it's too distracting for me. There are lots of free games for you to download. You also don't have to be connected to Wi-Fi either to play, which is a bonus in my book. When I decided to buy a new iPad, I gave my old one to my mother-in-law. She already had an iPhone, so she was able to put her games on her iPad so she could play all her games on it there. Her purpose for it, it gave her more real estate to see the game. As you can see, there are loads of reasons you want to have this type of device. It all depends on what you want to use it for. So what kind should I get? Well, there are two platforms you should consider when thinking of purchasing. There are Android tablets or Apple iPads. My rule of thumb on this choice is if you're already using an Android smartphone, it might be best if you decide to get an Android tablet. And if you have an iPhone, then it would be beneficial for you to get an iPad. The reason I have this rule is that number one, you are more familiar with the smartphone's operating system or OS that you are using. This mobile device will have the same OS on it. So there is less of a learning curve for you to deal with when using it. Also, not all apps are on both types of platforms. So you may be missing out on the app just because you don't have a, you have a different platform on that device. Okay, so once you decide which platform you want to go with, then you need to consider the options of just a Wi-Fi connection or Wi-Fi with a data plan. My iPad only has a Wi-Fi connection. I don't choose the data plan option because I don't need to connect to the internet all the time. If I am in need to look something up, I just use my smartphone. Any of the tablets or iPads that you choose with a data plan will be more expensive. They will need to be a consideration for the purpose you are using it for. Now, if you get the Wi-Fi with data plan connection, you can opt out of purchasing a plan for it, but why spend the money for that option if you know you won't need it? Another consideration you need to make is how much storage you need on this device. If you're using a cloud, meaning storing all of your information and backing it up on the cloud, like Apple, Google, or even Microsoft, then you won't need a lot of storage space on this device. If you are not using any cloud platform, then you will need to purchase the largest size you can get for this device. 
they will be more pricier because they give more storage. I purchased the smallest size of storage because I am using the Apple and Google Cloud on my iPad. Any videos or photos I take with this device are saved on the Apple Cloud. Any documents that I create or edit are saved on the Google Cloud. No need for extra storage. Since I download movies and shows when I am traveling, I still have plenty of storage because I remove those files after I am done with them. Kind of like checking a book out of the library and then checking it back in. I never have to worry about space on my device. For you ebook readers, I recommend that you use some cloud platform to store your books on the cloud. You want to be able to access the books if some, something should ever happen to this device. Next, you want to consider when you are purchasing a tablet or iPad is the size of the device. The iPad I got from my corporate job was large. When it came time to replace the device, I purchased the iPad mini. It's smaller and I can carry it in my purse easily. It is lighter weight than the previous one. So when I am reading a book on it, I can hold it in the palm of my hand. Yes, it is much larger than my smartphone. So I get just enough real estate to see things better. You will need to visit a store to check out the right size for yourself. This is not something that you can easily picture in your hands online. Stores like Best Buy have Androids and iPads available for you to look at and try out in the store. And finally, our last consideration you need to know is where and when to buy this device. In episode number 14, where I walked you through the process of purchasing your next computer, specifically step number five in the episode, I talked about the differences between purchasing brand new and refurbished stock. This same principle applies to the purchase of a tablet or iPad. Your options are either brand new or refurbished when it comes to your purchase options. This will ultimately be based on what you want to spend on this device. I always look for Best Buy ads where they put tablets and iPads on sale from time to time. But I also look for Apple's refurbished and Best Buy's open box options. Both of these options come with the full manufacturer's warranty, meaning they give you the same warranty that a brand new tablet would give you. If it breaks at any point in the warranty period, they will replace it with another one. Like I mentioned in the, my story at the beginning, I really didn't have a purpose for an iPad in the beginning when I got one. But after I tried out the device, I found some really useful things that I could do with it. Let's recap on the points that I covered in today's episode. Know your why. The main point I want you to get out of this is you need to have a purpose for yourself to use this device. Know what you are going to use it for so that when you decide to purchase one, you will know what features to look for. Determine if you want a tablet or an iPad device. If you already have an Android smartphone, then a tablet might be your device. For you iPhone users, the iPad works the same as your smartphone. Keeping with the same platform will ensure your learning curve is small. Decide if you really need Wi-Fi and data plan for this device. The data plan tablets and iPads are more expensive. 
So know if you need to have access to everything when you are on the go, or can it just be downloaded on the device? Know what you will need in storage. Using cloud with this device can save you on buying the largest storage on this device. Plus, it will automatically back up your information and you won't have to worry about leaving a file on the device. Select a size that fits your needs. Visit a store to hold the device in your hands. This is definitely a thing you need to see for yourself in person. And finally, know when and where to buy your device. There is nothing wrong with refurbished devices. If, you, if they don't work, you can bring them back to the store for a replacement. Works the same as if you purchased brand new. Determining your needs for this type of technology is key to knowing how to go out and purchase what you want. Buying this type of device is considered an extension of your smartphone or computer. It doesn't fall into the category of need to have. It's more of a want to have device. One last thing. I didn't mention any of the e-readers like Kindle or Nook because they are not as versatile as the Android tablets and iPads. Plus, they have an OS that is different from the smartphone you use. If you are looking for something that will give you the same capabilities as your smartphone, then a tablet is the type of device you need to consider. Okay, hopefully you feel you have a good checklist now to help you determine what you want to buy. I know I preach this a lot, but having a purpose for what you want to use the device for will keep you from getting frustrated from having buyer's regret. Now I want to hear from you. What do you use your tablet or iPad for? Do you have a favorite app or game that you play? If you found today's show informative and helpful, leave a comment in the show notes and let me know. As always, the best conversations happen at michellegarra.com, so leave your comment there. While you're there, subscribe to my email club. You'll get exclusive content, special giveaways, and some personal updates that I don't share anywhere else. Until next week, thanks for listening.